Hello, welcome to Carmelite Conversations. This is Frances Harry, your host. Today, we're going to have a presentation on the Ratio Institutionis, which is um, an official document in the official book of documents in the secular order of discussed Carmelites. And it is basically addressing, in essence, how we put our Carmelite spirituality into practice and how this ratio provides us with guidelines on how to put this into practice in our daily life. It basically is a um, presents the pro purpose of a program of formation for its members. So it's the philosophy of the formation. And then the formation gets more detailed and is played out in the different provinces according uh, to the local communities. So we're going to be uh, talking about here what this document covers, how does this apply to our life on the human, the Christian, and the Carmelite formation ends. Um, and also it includes a section on how to discern a call to the secular order of discalced Carmelites. Our presenter, Colleen Solinger, who is the formation director of the OCDS community in Dayton, Ohio, gives a really insightful analogy of how to put all of this into practice. Helps you see this document, the ratio, in not just a legalistic sense, but in a spiritual sense, which I think really um, helps us to appreciate the depth of influence that it has in helping us to grow on this way of perfection. So I hope that you will enjoy and find helpful this presentation on the Ratio Institutionis. All right. Um, today we're going to talk about the Ratio Constitutionis. If anybody else wants to correct my pronunciation on that, feel free. All right. We'll just roll with that. A reminder about the theme for our 2021 presentations. It's living the Carmelite charism in our daily lives. So, in other words, how do we put Carmelite spirituality into practice? Now, how does the ratio fit into the theme of, uh, into this theme? You know, you could ask, how do I put a document about a program of formation into my daily living as a Carmelite? Um, there are skeptics among us who question the inspirational aspects of a legislative document. Um, they said some people are are gonna say, wait, the this council is throwing at us, you know, that this book of documents again, but look here, it, it's this portion of the book of documents and it does speak to us. Um, so what is this ratio? A reminder, you know, if you haven't read it in a while, the ratio presents the purpose of a program of formation for the members of a secular order. So it's not a formation program in itself, Rather, it's, this is a quote from Father Canistra, it seeks to present the fundamental principles that guide the process of formation. He calls it the philosophy behind the formation of our members. It's the basis for the development of the Washington Province's program of formation, which is the next section in the Book of Documents after the Ratio. Okay, so before, um, I'll just give you an overview of what the Ratio is. Um, so it's the philosophy behind the program of study that we follow for our visitors, for aspirants, for temporary promise, definitive promise, and even the ongoing prom formation. Um, all of our formation here in this province has its roots in this document. 
uh, it, it consists of different sections. There's the essentials of formation. It just goes over what makes for a good formation, why proper formation is necessary, who the agents of formation are, which isn't just your council, your formation leader. It also mentions the Holy Spirit, the Blessed Mother, the church. It, that's all the inspiration for our formation. Um, and it also gives re resources and topics for formation. Um, it goes over the foundations of formation. Uh, it, it shows us the sections from our constitutions pertaining to formation. It, it discusses the qualities in a person that point to a potential vocation or not. This is helpful both for the council and for the candidate themselves when they're discerning their call to Carmel. And it also goes over the six fundamental elements of a secular Carmelite. Do people have their books handy? I just don't know if anybody wants the reference, the, you know, where these kinds of things are. Um, on page 242, it's number 69. It, it's all familiar. It's things that you've looked at for years um, from the very beginning. Practicing member of the church under the protection of Our Lady Mount Carmel, inspired by St. Teresa of Jesus and St. John of the Cross, makes a commitment to the order, uh, seeks the face of God in prayer and service for the good of the church and the needs of the world. Uh, it also lays out a sample formation program. It was developed by the Filipino CDS, adopted by various provinces, and then they finally offered it to the general definitory, who then offered it as a guide to the rest of us to use. Again, didn't say, didn't say, you have to do this. It's just, you know, inspiration for your own province. So um, each individual community then, so it goes, it, it, you've got the, the ratio, each province then decides, you know, gives you an outline, and then it's up to the individual community to decide the, the best way to implement the things, such as, you know, um, lesson plans or class formats, the like. That's up to us to do. Okay, so how does all this apply to our daily lives? In the Essentials of Formation section, and if you wanted to look around, this is from um, around pages 225 to 226, numbers 13, 14, and 15. Sure, page 225 to 226. It, it lays out the different levels of formation, human formation, Christian formation, and Carmelite formation. At the human level, all people should be develop, ever developing their ability for interpersonal dialogue, mutual respect and tolerance, capacity per, to persevere in our commitments, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. In Christian formation, all of us, all Catholics, should have an appreciation for our baptismal consecration, the capability to receive the necessary theological foundation by means of the catechism, church documents, we should have a fervor for living the demands of following Jesus. That's all of us. And then you look at the Carmelite level, specific to Carmelites. One call to the vocation will embrace the spirituality of Carmel, its history, the writings of the order's saints. These are just samples of, of what they've got written in there. So as you move from what constitutes good human formation to that of a Christian, to that of a Carmelite, you keep adding layers. So what's beautiful is that each layer is enhances the layer then that's before it. So your wealth, you being a well-formed Carmelite, 
will make you a better Catholic, which and your being a better Catholic makes you a better human. So it's it's you know it it's, as it moves more finely tuned along, it also helps you going back up that chain of formation. Um, these levels are la later revisited in the document. This here would be on page 240. When you go back to section 64, starting with 64. Um, this is the section discernment to the vocation of the secular order. This section lays out certain qualities that indicate that a person is essentially suited to the vocation of a secular Carmelite. So again, it'll talk about the, at the human level, at the Christian level, at the Teresian charism. Now at the human level, do you have common sense, a stable personality, fidelity to principles? As a Christian, do you live a willingness to cooperate with God, a dedication to prayer, a love of scripture? And at the level of the Teresian Carmel, do you have a contemplative and active spirit and a desire to familiarize yourself with Carmelite spirituality? So the Ratio spells this out in the context of the stages of formation leading up to the definitive promise. But these qualities don't end just because we're definitively promised. So it's not like you would just look at this and then, you know, it, it still does apply to us today because those last things that they mention are things that we continue you know, to carry throughout our life and to develop throughout as we go through life. All right, there's a small section of the ratio that could easily be overlooked as it's sandwiched amongst the various goals and objection, uh, objectives for multiple levels of formation. This is on page 269. It's a list of the commitment requirements that everyone needs to be on board with as they prepare to make their definitive promise. Um, this is the basis for our own provincial formation programs list of requirements, which you would be familiar with. They are on page 286. Um, hold on, it's where they start. You know, the things you promised to do, like your 30 minutes of prayer, morning and evening prayer. It gets its start here. Um, but because they're worded slightly differently, they can make us see our own requirements as written for our province in a different light, kind of like looking at a slightly different church-approved translation of the Bible, you know, that you just read the same thing in a slightly different way, and it just leads you to a new understanding. Um, let me digress from the book of documents for a moment with an illustration. Have you ever seen those videos online where they take a movie from one genre and like like remake a fake movie preview with a different music score and a voiceover that's appropriate to an entirely different genre? So for example, they could have something that is, they take a movie that you know that it, it's a dramatic movie, but they put peppy music and you know they, they make it seem like you know, this horror movie or war movie is a romantic comedy. It's it's really kind of funny because it, it takes, you know, it just shows how the music and the tone of voice you use can totally change how you perceive the story that's going on. And it's entertaining because it works. Music sets the mood. As I was reflecting on how the ratio really does apply to living out the Carmelite charism, I thought about these little funny time wasters on the internet because it struck me how much my frame of mind impacts everything. 
um, how much being a Carmelite has saved me from so often because these principles that I've promised to live are sort of like the mood music for my life. Most of us are likely familiar with how St. Therese believed in acting as if she believed in God even when she was going through her darkest moments of struggle and doubt. Um, I know that I've shared before with this group, this is nothing new that I think of her, whenever I come across that often quoted um, anecdote of C.S. Lewis's from Mere Christianity, the one about here, I'm going to do his exact words, um, how someone who had to wear a mask, a mask which made him look much nicer than he really was, he had to wear it for years, and when he took it off, he found his own face had grown to fit it. He was really now beautiful. What had begun as a disguise had become a reality. And so as I read each of these requirements for the secular, um, consider what it is if this is the soundtrack of your life. This is the mask that you are putting on, okay? I'm going to go over how it's written in the ratio. Requirements. Involvement in the community monthly meetings. Participation in the monthly formation programs. Daily prayer of the Liturgy of the Hours, morning prayer, evening prayer, and if possible, night prayer. Practice of mental prayer for at least 30 minutes a day. Regularity in the use of sacred scripture as an aid to prayer. Growth and love for the Holy Eucharist. Participation in retreats and immersions essential to formation. Diligence in the study and internalization of assigned lessons and topics. So whatever is happening in your life, imagine how living these principles sets the tone for your experiences. Everyone sees life through a biased lens, whether they're aware of it or not, whether they want to admit it or not. And so our free will means we get to choose our lens, we get to choose our musical score. Whatever hand life is dealing you now, Consider the differences of, you know, of if, if, if your music score is at that human formation level, the Catholic formation level, the Carmelite formation level. So if you set the, the score of your life to the Carmelite requirements, to these things, what then does it look when, like when you step back? You know, like seeing the movie set to a different sort of music makes the movie look different those things that are going on in your life, if you are looking at them through this, through these requirements of the Carmelite, how does that change the way your life looks? And this is why I think the ratio is more than just a legislative document that doesn't have to do with Carmelite spirituality because I think that this really does impact who we are as Carmelites on the spiritual level, even though it's just a legislative document. <laughs>